Hey everyone, I'm Tone Vase and you are watching SA Crypto. SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet. All right, welcome to Blockchain Africa 2020. It's nice and early in the morning. It's half past eight. Conference hasn't started yet, so we thought we'd catch Tone Vase very quickly. Tone, welcome to Blockchain Africa in Johannesburg. Ah, no, thank you for doing the interview and it's great. I've been meaning to come to South Africa for a while. Uh, couldn't make it here the last couple of years, but finally here. Finally here, man. You started in Cape Town. Did you fly direct to Cape Town or was it Joburg first? No, I flew directly to Cape Town. Uh, there's now flights from the U.S. direct to Cape Town and it was great. What's your thoughts on, on South Africa so far? It's been a week. Give us your, give us your overall thoughts. Uh, spent the entire week in Cape Town. Really like it. The weather was great, but I'm also here during your summers to get away from the winters up in the north. And uh, really enjoyed Cape Town. Uh, pretty good vibe. Uh, definitely a city I will be going back to one of these days, spend maybe a little more time, uh, enjoy some other scenery has to offer, great hiking, uh, pretty good food, people are nice, uh, had a really good time. So I've heard you talk a lot about hiking, you want to go some more hiking a little bit uh, later on this week, are you quite a big hiker? Do you do that a lot when you travel? Um, I, I like the outdoors, uh, as I travel around. Uh, certain things interest me, certain things uh, not so much. I don't normally go to museums. I don't go to places that has like big crowds. Um, I really like modern architecture, modern buildings, uh, cool new places uh, that are being built for the modern age. And I also really like uh, scenery. Uh, going to find some waterfall. I'm planning to do some safaris. I'm going to go up to Kenya uh, and later on also Victoria Falls. So I really like the outdoor stuff. My first uh, field of study was actually geology. So I spent wow, a lot of time uh, hiking and outdoors uh, during those days, hiked the Grand Canyon many times. Uh, so I still enjoy that. Don't get out as often, but any chance I get, I take the opportunity. What's your thoughts on Johannesburg compared to Cape Town. I mean, it's quite a, it is a little bit of a culture shock in terms of the difference in how the cities are structured, set up, transport between airports, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's very different. Uh, I already spend a lot of time, you know, in traffic going across the city. Um, haven't seen much of the nightlife yet. Just got here last night, uh, was uh, spending some time with friends here. And we'll see what happens. It'll be a nice dinner tonight. Hopefully we'll uh, taste some good South African meat. Uh, you guys are pretty good for that. Uh, like the game meat around here. Uh, so that would be great. And looking forward to the safaris in this area right after the conference. So I haven't seen much of Johannesburg yet, but it's definitely very different uh, from Cape Town. There's other cities. I got to make it out to Durban one of these days. I hear it, it's a nice warmer water because it's on the other side of you the of the, of the country. So it's great. Uh, you you mentioned that you studied geology first. What got you into banking? I mean, you were a Wall Street banker. How do you go from geology to banking? Uh, very easy. Uh, the answer to almost every question is money. <laughs> uh, That's fair. So uh, what happened was uh, with my degree in geology and a math background, without actually going doing a PhD and finding some you know crazy expedition, uh, looking to trying to get funding, uh, I didn't do any of that. I was a high school teacher for like a year and uh, didn't really like it. wasn't making much money. I had friends that studied finance when we were in college together. And I said, you know what, I think I'm smart enough to go get a master's degree in advanced finance, which was 
uh, mathematical finance. It's a uh, financial engineering quant degree. I got one of those and then uh, took me about a year to find a job and I finally did. And I spent about 10 years on Wall Street uh, building risk models. But as I started doing that, I learned how to trade and really enjoyed trading and always wanted to be a trader until I eventually quit that job to be a trader. And as I started out being a trader, this Bitcoin was my hobby that slowly became my passion, started traveling more, speaking at more conferences, doing more interviews like this. And uh, next thing you know, you're on your own YouTube channel, you're traveling the world, you're speaking at conferences. And at the moment, instead of trading, I've been teaching people how to trade, uh, but dying to get back into trading. So next year, uh, probably will be hard to find me here in South Africa. Uh, I think I want to start my trading operation, so have to focus. And what's your feeling of the South African crypto community so far? You had a meetup on Friday night, you've uh, met a couple of the, the people in the space. What's your general feeling of the culture here in South Africa so far? Uh, I think it's pretty clear that South Africa is probably uh, most Bitcoin and crypto aware uh, of the entire continent. Uh, there is lots of demand here for Bitcoin, especially lately in the last six to nine months. Um, your currency has depreciated quite a bit against the U.S. dollar. And I looked at the charts and it's not looking very good. Um, uh, you're having like rolling blackouts. Uh, the electricity grid can't seem to handle it. It was happening in, uh, in Cape Town. It's happening here in Johannesburg. I don't know if this is happening in uh, Durban yeah, as it's well. it's nationwide. It's nationwide. Yeah. And uh, that's a problem. And it's pretty clear that um, uh, the country is not trending uh, where, where you would think it is from a technological perspective. Uh, but there are lots of people here that um, have advanced educations. There's lots of people here that understand economics, but they see uh, the country isn't going in the right direction economically, and they are going to be protecting themselves uh, with something like Bitcoin. And that's why uh, Bitcoin, I believe, here in South Africa, trades at an average of an 8% uh, over the U.S. dollar price in Bitcoin in the US. So if you have Bitcoin, you can sell it here in South Africa for eight to 10% over spot. And there is demand for it. And I've seen this demand for it. People do see it as a safe haven. Now, what I have not seen here in South Africa is um, merchants accepting a Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably not very high. Now, the, now, this is a big contrast to say Australia where I was recently and in Australia, there's lots of merchants accepting Bitcoin, but I didn't see the kind of crazy demand to buy Bitcoin because their economy, even though their currency dropped as well, their economy doesn't seem to be, uh, people don't seem to be scared about their economic progress. So over there, there's lots of merchants trying to accept it, not enough people paying. Here, there's no merchants really accepting it, but there's lots of demand from people uh, trying to acquire it and buy it. So if you're selling your Bitcoin, not that hard to sell it uh, in South Africa. And around the world, you mentioned Australia, where else is uh, merchant adoption at its highest? Um, I think Australia is pretty high. US is starting uh, to get kind of high again. Germany has always been one of the leaders in emerging adoption. And I believe uh, Japan. Uh, Japan, uh, pretty much the government of Japan said, hey, 
uh, Bitcoin, you can accept it, you cannot accept it. It's, it's uh, you know, you have full freedom. And uh, I guess the problem with Japan, due to Roger Veer, a lot of people are accepting fake Bitcoin there. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so Japan is another region, but I haven't been to Japan yet, so I can't talk too much about it. It's in the works for plan my plans uh, to go out to Japan later this year. Favorite country that you've traveled to so far? No pressure to say South Africa at all, but you've traveled a lot extensively there must be some incredible stops that you've had in yeah your so you know it's impossible to pick a favorite country because also some countries are seasonal uh, so there are countries where I would happily spend the summer but I would not go to in the winter and in some cases it's just cities and in some cases it's just countries so for example Thailand is one of my favorite countries it doesn't really matter where in Thailand I go uh, don't really go I uh, don't like to spend too much time in Bangkok, but a lot, you can't choose other cities like, like Koh Sun Wai, Phuket, uh, Chiang Mai, they're all great. Uh, but then there's also places like in Ukraine, I really love Ukraine, but pretty much just Kiev. Um, same thing with the Republic of Georgia. Um, I haven't been to Batumi yet, I hear it's nice, but I love Belize. I don't know if I would live in any other cities. Uh, so far, just Belize, and I'm dying to go back there to see Batumi. Uh, Cape Town, for sure, I'll be back. Uh, so these are some of my favorites. In Australia, uh, they're going to be mad if I pick a certain city. Hi, they um, will. I did like the, uh, the east coast of Australia. You know, I've been to Melbourne, uh, uh, Sydney, and Brisbane. Uh, I prefer Brisbane. It's a little <laughs> bit smaller, a little bit more laid back. I know there's no beach. They're on a the river instead of right on the beach. Uh, but Brisbane uh, really enjoyed. And then, you know, the Hong Kong and Singapore. Love Hong Kong and Singapore, but I can't see myself living there. They're more like city-states. Yeah. They're also pretty expensive. Uh, but any chance I get to get out to Singapore or Hong Kong, I take the opportunity. There's also places on my list that I'm dying to go to because I want to finish out my top 10 list uh, to kind of really go to all these places for like a full month and really enjoy uh, dying to go to uh, Lisbon, Portugal and dying to go to Japan a few cities there. So these are on my uh, to travel list. Well, Tone, thanks so much for making the time. I know you're speaking at 11.15 uh, today. We wish you all the best. I mean, it's like come second nature to you. So uh, first time speaking uh, to an audience in Johannesburg. All the best, man. Thanks for joining us. Oh, no, thank you so much. Tone Vase on thank SA you. Crypto. Cheers. SA Crypto, South Africa's largest blockchain community and news outlet.